Hey, gorgeous. Welcome to Bombshell Radio. I'm your host, Jackie Dixon, best-selling author of The Bombshell Manifesto. And my mission is to help you live your manifesto as a biblical bombshell who is healthy, holy, and hot, fully on fire for God, even in the tough areas of body, beauty, and intimacy. I believe our calling is to be fiercely feminine, spreading the gospel as a powerful woman, living out her assignment in all ways. Each week, I'll be giving you motivation, inspiration, and top tips for bombshell living, as well as interviews with bombshells at the top of their game in health, marriage, motherhood, business, and beyond. So you can be inspired to live your own bombshell journey, exploding onto the scene in a way that sets you free and sets the world on fire. Ready, bombshell? If you haven't already, make sure to hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app. You can find Bombshell Radio in iTunes, on SoundCloud, Stitcher, YouTube, and Himalaya. And while you're there, be sure to leave me a review. I'd love to know your thoughts, and I'd love to know who you'd like me to interview next. Hey, ladies. Happy Tuesday. I wanted to hop in here and first say hi to you guys. And I wanted to share something that I think will encourage a lot of you and give you a couple ideas of how to identify if you are losing hope, right? Sometimes it's obvious, sometimes it's a little more subtle. So how do you sense if that's what's happening and then what do you do about it, okay? So obviously if you're feeling hopeless, right? If, if someone were to ask you and not maybe just a passing friend or acquaintance, but a counselor or a coach or a really close friend or a family member who you trust, how do you feel? And hopeless is just what rises to the fore. Then you know that there's a sense of hopelessness in you, right? It's just this, um, this really draining energy of, I don't, I don't have the emotional energy to, to hope or imagine or have faith that there's something better coming. I'm really starting to lose that human fire, right? I mean, this is really critical to flourishing as a person. They say hope springs eternal. This is really what keeps people going because life can be hard. It can be draining. And if you don't have a sense of hope that there's a reason for what you're doing, that it's going to pay off, that it's going to get better, that things are going to be okay, it can be exhausting and it can be, you basically could just feel like giving up, right? When, when there's absence of hope, there's presence of giving up. Hope and giving up are kind of um, the opposites of each other. And so if you are feeling a lack of hope, it's, it's hard to just kind of show up for life, isn't it? And just keep going. So if you know that you're feeling hopeless, then you may already be like, thanks, don't need to know how to sense it. It's here. But if it's not so obvious, right? And one of the reasons I want to talk about this now is because it's back to school season, right? And I know not all of you are moms, not all of you have school-age kids. I certainly don't have school-age kids yet, but it is nevertheless this time of year that we call back to school, where even if you are not in school yourself or you don't have kids or you don't have kids who are in school, there's like the hastening again of life, right? Summer vacations are over, people are getting back into their routines, bosses are back from their vacation, they're emailing you about that project you're supposed to be doing. All of these things are like, 
picking up steam again, expectations, pressures, deadlines, and it just starts to kind of churn like the wheels on a train, you know, where you feel like, mm, this is this is going faster and faster and faster. And, and sometimes we hustle to keep up with it, right? So maybe that's your norm. You're like the go girl, you're a go getter, you have the ambition, you have the drive, you know how to do this, you know how to have a calendar and a schedule and an agenda and show up and get it done. And you don't even know how to sense your feelings because you're going so fast and so hard and you're so determined to check all of those boxes by the time that they're supposed to be checked that you don't you have checked out essentially of your emotional health right maybe that's you maybe and especially if you know your kids like I mean this should be illegal but maybe your kids went back to school several weeks ago now you know like middle of August which I just think is wrong but anyway um, and you've already burned through your adrenals essentially right you've already just churned through it and now you're feeling that exhaustion now you're feeling that that massive drop in energy after pushing through everything that needed to be done the the fill out the school forms the show up for the meetings the get the kids everything they need the get you everything you need the like all of the back to school ish right <clears throat> again that meaning whatever it means for you um, but that pressure that we know, and maybe you've pushed through that already a little bit and you're sensing the like, wow, I'm exhausted. Okay. And so we have this season of life, right? The season of the year. And coupled with that, I think there's this sense, especially if your kids are school age, or especially if you don't have kids yet, or whatever the reason is, like the fiscal year the business year, the school year, it's all just beginning. And so we have this fatigue. And then we're also having this awareness of like, this is just the beginning. You know what I mean? Like, I'm already tired. And technically, we just got started. <laughs> you know, I already want to go back on vacation. And this is just week two. So I think that hopelessness can come up in that. Or we can be experiencing the symptoms of hopelessness or give it whatever other term you want. I'm going to use hopelessness, but it could be just exhaustion. It could be uh, a little bit of despair or sadness or fatigue. Or just, it's this idea of not just being physically tired, but like life tired, you know, like, man, I technically I have the energy and I'm going about doing the chores or I'm even exercising, but I'm just like, I'm, I'm tired of life already right now. And yet I'm, I'm just supposed to be getting started. I'm supposed to be like feeling the enthusiasm and the energy. And maybe some of you feel that way and that's awesome. But I know that many of you are just like, I just got hit by a freight train and it's not going to stop for a very long time. Okay. So in seasons like that, in seasons like this, I think it's really important. Sure. Push through, do what you need to do. I understand. But as soon as you can, as soon as you can, check in with yourself emotionally. Are you exhausted? And beneath that exhaustion, is there this sense of kind of hamster wheel, you know, I'm already tired and I'm, I'm not allowed to be tired yet. I'm not supposed to be tired yet. And just the looking forward to what is happening in my life and this cycle and this kind of routine that we're always in this time of year has already gotten me exhausted just thinking about it, right? And maybe it's not just this season. Maybe it's, and I see this so often with women, it's a struggle that you've had for a long time and you get these seasons of like, oh my gosh, I can do this. This rush of 
this is it. Like I, this time I'm going to get it. This time they're going to have the, the discipline, the willpower, the push through, the self-control, the whatever word you like to use, right? And it's going to happen. I'm going to make it happen. I've got the new planner and I've got, you know, the girlfriends who are going to do it with me for the first three weeks before we all burn out, whatever it is. But you've got this sense of structure and it's like, this is going to work this time. And, and yet in the back of your mind, you're kind of like, I really hope that this isn't one of those times where I, I do everything, I do all of the things, I have all of the enthusiasm in the world, and then I can't continue it. I can't keep it up. I crash and burn, basically, right? And so it's not necessarily just the hecticness of the, the new school season, the new work year, but this idea of, I've been here before, and I've been here a long time, and I, I don't know if this time I'm going to be able to break out or I'm not even going to really bother because I haven't been able to do it before. So why keep trying? Why keep trying to successfully find someone who I actually want to be in a relationship with and head toward marriage? Because, you know, it just isn't working. Why bother to try to work out and get in shape and lose weight? Because maybe I've done it temporarily before, but it always comes back. So why am I bothering? Why bother reconnect with my husband and, and try to improve our intimate life or try to remove our emotional connection and my trust in him and our communication it's never worked before. It's never stayed before. Why bother trying to get my home organized, my life organized, my, you know, all of these different things put together. It's never worked before. Why would I bother to do it again? And this kind of hopelessness sets in where honestly, we can be pretty convinced to just not even start, right? So that's what could be going on for you guys. A couple signs I want you to be aware of. If you're like, that could be me. Sounds familiar but I'm not sure, <laughs> right? Couple things I always notice. And first of all, I want you to know that this is a natural ebb and flow of life, right? We go through seasons where we're super amped, super pumped. It's gonna be awesome, I can do this. And naturally, because we can't for like, for an adrenal level, we can't maintain that level of push and enthusiasm all the time. We naturally are gonna decline into like a, huh. But the question is, do you decline into a restful pause? Or do you decline into a sense of why am I even trying, right? So it's natural to have these ebb and flows, but I want you to not dive down into the hopelessness. And so a couple signs that you're not just in a season of rest, but you're in a season of hopelessness and you need more than just a little downtime. You need like a little resuscitation, right? A little life resuscitation to come back. One sign that I always find is I find myself sleeping in right? Sleeping in more than I need to. And, and certainly if you're on your cycle or you've just had a lot of travel or you've been ill, it's just your, your body needs the rest. So give it the rest. This is not me telling you to force yourself to get up so that you can prove to yourself that you're not hopeless in your life. If you need to rest, rest. But you know the kind of sleeping in that's more like, I just don't want to get up and do this anymore. I just don't think I can face all of this stuff again and again and again, knowing that there's really no end in sight and it might even just get worse, right? So watch for that, just kind of almost excessive sleeping, excessive napping, finding any ways to check out of your life. So maybe it's social media scrolling to some extent, but I think we all do that almost all the time. So, you know, I don't know that that's a sign, but just ways that you find yourself sedating, right? Self-medicating with any kind of excessive checking out, whether it's rest or whether it's um, procrastination and avoidance, it's just kind of this sense of why would I bother to show up because it's probably not going to work anyway, okay? Along the same lines, you can also look at the way you're speaking. Are you saying things like, why bother? Why do I even bother? Like, it really, especially catch yourself when you are upset, not like 
when you're saying things you know you don't even mean and you're just having a temper tantrum, but it's that kind of middle, middle line of upsetness where you're speaking your truth. You know, you're saying how you really feel. You're not going crazy. So there's a, there's a vein of like, this is actually what's in my heart, right? And if those words that are coming out are things like, why am I bothering? This is never gonna work anyway. Like, what am I doing this for after all? Well, just anything along the lines of what is the point? essentially, okay? So that's what we're looking for. So look for excessive rest, excessive checking out um, and your words. You can also look for, have you withdrawn from significant relationships, from your husband, from your children, maybe from girlfriends, not the girlfriends you hang out with when you just don't wanna bother, <laughs> you know, and you just wanna sit there and overeat and grab about life, but the girlfriends who actually are kind of, you know, they're doing their life as well as they can and they challenge you and encourage you and you kind of pull back from that. We often will pull back from the support systems that hold us to that level that we actually want to be at when we feel like, why should I, why should I bother? Okay. So those are the things I want you to look for. Now, what can you actually do about it if you're sensing this? And the first thing I would say, which sounds a little bit contradictory, is to let yourself rest. Okay. To let yourself physically and not just even sleep or nap, but just dial it down a little bit. You know, maybe this is the week where you don't do five workouts. Maybe this is the week where you don't embark on a new craft or home improvement project. <laughs> maybe this is the week where you get takeout a little bit more than you cook. Maybe this is the week where you um, just delay a couple errands. You don't go to do the back to school shoe shopping that needs to be done with sometimes within the next month. You do that next week or you do, um, you know, whatever else you guys can come up with, taking the car in for an oil change, you put that on next week and you just give yourself a little more space. And I don't want you to use this space to check out. I want you to use this space to just mentally, emotionally allow yourself to have that white space, right? To have yourself that rest, that openness of your schedule where you can choose to just kind of pray a little more, journal a little more, sleep a little longer, take a little longer getting ready and allow yourself to move at a slower pace, which especially if your kids are now maybe back in school or you are in a routine, those pockets of time will open back up as people are distracted and they're all doing their own thing now. And just don't jump right in head first to whatever projects you have all lined up. Allow yourself to kind of just take a breath first. And in that breath, you can often find your why again. Why am I bothering to do this? And when we just rocket ship toward what we have to do next, we don't have the time to stop and say, why am I bothering? And then that persistent undercurrent subconsciously of like, so why am I bothering? After all, what, what's the point? This is just all so repetitive and annoying and I'm not breaking through in any way. It, it can actually slow you down in the long run. So while it's tempting to just push that down and keep going for the projects and going for the next thing and going for the checklist, if you don't allow yourself to kind of sit with what is going on and, and why am I feeling this way? Is this fatigue? Is there something out of alignment in my life? Like where is this sense of apathy and irritation and hopelessness coming from? And just allow yourself to have the space to kind of investigate that a little bit, okay? So that's one thing you can do. Um, on our end, how we can help you, you guys have seen me introduce Deborah in the Facebook group. She's marvelous, absolutely happy, positive, cheerful, lovely woman. And she's gonna be reaching out to some of you guys and just seeing what is going on, right? I mean, I like to do this through videos and then inevitably 
someone is throwing something in the toilet and I have to run, you know? So I've brought her on to just be chatting with you guys. So you may choose to hop on the phone with her. You may go back and forth in messages or hop over to email and just like share your life. Let us know how we can support you, what we can be praying for, what are kind of the easy things right now, what are some of the harder things right now? So we can just know where you guys are. I can continue to shape what I do to be a best service to you. So really don't be afraid to reach out to her yourself or when she reaches out to be open and honest. I have talked to her um, and really vetted her well for something like this. I really want to protect you guys fiercely, okay? So I don't let just anybody in here, and I, I love her spirit and her heart and where she's coming from with wanting to help women. So definitely use her as a resource for your encouragement and, and kind of guidance and just to be heard, you know? And then this Thursday, I'm gonna be doing a training in here. So this is really cool. You guys know I often will host trainings on outside software that you have to sign up and register for. I'm just gonna do it on Facebook Live. I thought I'm gonna give myself the uh, advice that I am giving you right now and allow myself the space to not have to do all of the things, check all of the boxes. So there's gonna be no official sign up. there's gonna be no official registration, and it will live here in this group. It will go, I will go live here in this group. It'll be about an hour on Thursday. We're gonna do it at, I'm thinking, I'm thinking 1 p.m. PST, which will be 4 p.m. EST, okay? So be on the lookout around that time. And then the replay will live in here as well. And what we're gonna be talking about on that training is the ways to create or navigate your new life era. So if you're on the Bombshell Weekly newsletter list, then you got this email that went out on Sunday morning. If you didn't read it, go back and check it out. It's a really good one. And I was talking about how do you either ride a transition, and it's not necessarily like you guys know we are always moving, always moving. We might even move again next month. Can you believe this? It's insane. So maybe you have an actual transition, maybe physically, maybe you're just sensing emotionally that something is shifting, or maybe on the opposite of the spectrum, you're sensing a stuckness and a plateau and a restlessness, but you can't figure out how to mix it up, how to shake it up, how to break through that and break through it in a way that will actually be productive and righteous and holy and good and take you in the right direction rather than just, you know, we've all done it. We've all been aware that we could do it too. Just throw a tantrum, destroy things, claim that it's you having a breakthrough when it's really just you having a breakdown and everything spirals downward, okay? So we wanna do this well, and I'm gonna, I have done this so many times. So I'm gonna give you my best four tips, expanding on what I wrote in that email about how to either navigate a sense of transition or I'm calling it a new life era because it's not even just transition. And that's why I think it fits so perfectly with this idea of being hopeless or kind of having this sense of just malaise around your everyday and your routines and the same freaking cycles over and over and over and over is knowing that you've grown into a new woman you're kind of shedded a skin, if you will, and you're ready to rise up to the next level of whatever God is calling you to. You sense that, you feel it. It's like, you know, a pregnant woman who's about to go into labor and she's like, I'm ready for this. I can't seem to get it to start, but it is more than time, you know? So this sense of like, now is my time, and yet I can't seem to get this train rolling. The good train, the good train, not the insanity train. The like, the positive momentum going. And so that's what I'm gonna teach you guys how to do with these four steps to either navigate or create 
a new life era that you can sense in yourself, that you can sense God calling you to. I'm super excited about it. I've been doing the slides and it's going to be super easy and clean. It's going to be all here in the Facebook group. So just stay aware. If there's a way for you guys to turn on notifications to see when I go live in this group, that would be a very, very good idea. So you don't miss this. And hopefully that guidance, that awareness, that kind of, okay, everything's going on, all of the crazy. Here are four very simple but extremely effective, the things that I do every single time, no matter how I'm navigating that era, no matter what that new era or transition is, no matter how many other little pieces are or aren't part of it, these four are always there. And if I don't do them, it tends to just be more of an accumulation of life insanity rather than rising to a next level. So that's why I want to really encourage you guys to take this seriously. Hop on that training, be supported by that, and then reach out to Deborah and look for her reaching out to you and just share what's going on. You know, what's hard, what's easy, what's happening. We really do care deeply about you guys. I want to be helping you and praying for you. That's why I'm here. That's why we do what we do, okay? So I hope that if this has spoken to you, of course, like it, comment below, tell me all about it, but also just be encouraged that we all go through this, right? We all, I mean, I certainly still do. It's way less than it ever was. And now I see it as more of a symptom of a new season that God is asking me to step into. And I have the choice with my free will. I have the choice to either kind of settle back into my same old cycles and excuses or to say, okay, something's off and now off kilter here. Now I get to step into something new. Now I get to rise and I know that it's not like, woohoo, now I get to rise. This is going to be awesome. It's going to be simple. I'm just going to like do it. I'm going to snap my fingers and it will be done. That rising process is going to be messy as heck. It's going to be hard. It's going to be discouraging. All kinds of things are going to go wrong. Uh, if you guys remember the video I posted in here a while ago about spiritual warfare in your business, like Anything, anything that you're doing that's trying to be in more alignment with God's calling on you or even just what he asks us to live like in his word, Satan's going to push back. He's going to push back as hard as he can. And so know that that's going to happen. Know that that's not a sign that this isn't the right time or isn't the right thing. If this is something that you feel in your spirit, right, and you guys know that's the most essential thing is to be able to feel that, have that communication with the Holy Spirit where you know this is a God thing versus this is a me thing, or this is a someone else putting something upon me thing. And if this is something God's calling you to do, and yet all hell seems to be breaking loose, it's okay. It's okay. That's how it goes. That's part of the process. Okay. So if you're feeling that either in the insanity that's breaking loose or in the, the, the low kind of sloth, like, you know, lifeless sense of hopelessness. And why am I even bothering to try doing this again? It's okay. Okay, there's nothing wrong. You're not stuck. You're not spiraling to a place where you can't be reached. This is part of the human life process. And if you can see that as a symptom of something that just happens and choose to break out of it, choose to lovingly pull yourself away from there and into whatever's new that's calling you, you'll start to actually almost be excited by hopelessness when it comes up because it will be a sort of guiding light that there's a new path for you or even just a simple realignment of something smaller. And so I don't want you guys to be discouraged. I don't want you to be um, dissuaded. That's a word. I don't want you to be in any way put off track by this thinking that this is terrible or I can't break out of this. Yes, you can. We all do. And if you are, most importantly, 
because it's impossible, in my opinion, to grow if you're out of touch with yourself. If you are in a place where you have become so emotionally numbed out because of the hecticness and the checklists and the check boxes you wanna you know, finish off and everybody's pressures and expectations and that hectic train that's picking up, then you've gotta find somehow, I don't care if it's because you tell your husband that your stomach is upset and you lock yourself in the bathroom for half an hour, you, Find the time to investigate what's really going on in your heart and in your spirit and your body and know how you feel and it, and be honest with yourself. If there is a sense of hopelessness or a why am I bothering or this is a never-ending cycle, it's never going to work that's underneath there, acknowledge it. Just sit with it. Don't try to push it away, right? If you need to cry, cry. If you need to shout, shout. And then when you're ready, think, okay, so what is this trying to tell me? that's off. I'm not going to just go back to my norm. I'm not going to let this emotional storm sweep through me and then say, okay, well now it's over. So back to business as usual. Don't go back to business as usual. Go into, okay, so what is this trying to show me is off? And is it something as simple as I need more sleep? Or is it something as simple as I need to have a hard conversation with my husband? Is it something as simple as I need to have a hard conversation with myself about what I want and what I need to do to show up for that and who I need to become and the excuses I need to stop making? Okay, so allow yourself that space to really do that soul investigation that will heal you, that will move you through this so much more quickly. And then, I promise, the clouds will part, the birds will sing, the sun will come through, and you'll have so much more clarity about what you're actually being called to in your next level. Okay, so much love for you guys. I hope this has been helpful. If it was, let me know. And reach out to us, okay? We're here to support you. We have a lot going on this fall and winter. It's not a reason for you to not reach out. I'm just letting you know we have a lot of programs. We have a lot of products. There's a lot of different ways that we are putting together about as quickly as we can to try to meet the different needs that we hear coming at us at different price points, different support levels. Um, so keep telling us what's going on, what's needed. And I can't tell you that we'll get back to you right away, but we do care and we are working behind the scenes to make sure that we have different things and different ways that we can help all of you guys with all those different products. So a lot of cool things coming. Much love to all of you. Have a beautiful rest of your week and we will see you here on Thursday. Bye. Today's episode is brought to you by the Bombshell Manifesto. The Bombshell Manifesto is a two-time number one best-selling book and it's where I really teach the philosophy of the biblical bombshell. After spending years in ministry and now more years running my life coaching business, I see so many young women and even women well into their lives just floundering and kind of flopping around in some of the essential areas of God-created femininity, such as their relationship with God, their relationship with their bodies, their relationship with men, with sex, with beauty, with their finances. And I just don't think we have time for that. I think that we are called to do such big things for God while we're here. We've got to get these areas under control, locked on, so we can move forward toward our exciting assignments and massive callings in life. So in this book, I really give you the behind the scenes of my personal journey, struggling with what God was calling me to be as a woman going back and forth around the over-sexualized ideas of femininity or the completely asexual versions we often see in the church where we're not supposed to talk about that tough stuff. I lead you through the research and the history around the concept of a bombshell, a few personal visions and ideas I have around it, and then the scripture that God puts in front of us as how he wants us to understand the important role we play as women. Do you know that a woman 
was the way that the Savior came into the world and was the first evangelist of his resurrection and then ascension. This is a big deal, ladies. So hop over to bombshellmanifesto.com. Now you can find this book on Amazon, but if you go through bombshellmanifesto.com, I've got a couple extra fun free bonuses and ways that you can actually get free trainings and audios that take this whole concept deeper. We walk through the 12 pillars of a biblical bombshell, addressing tough areas of life like opening to vulnerability and intimacy, understanding beauty and God's calling for it, getting deeper into our confidence and our security, committing to a relationship with God that blows our minds and more. What I see so much from women and hear from them, and quite frankly, I hear it from men who are looking for a woman to marry or they want their wife to come alive in the way they know that she can, is that there's some kind of tapped-in femininity that is out there that is possible but that's incredibly difficult to find. Women long to be it, men long to find it, and this is the calling we have as women. This is what we're able and even asked to step into, required, I would say, to step into, to live out everything God has for us. But I see so many women who are stuck in mediocrity and are told that that kind of complacency is contentment and that's where they should stay and they should just be happy with it and, you know, that's life. I don't think that's what God's asking. I don't think that's what we're here to do. And I don't think we have any more time to waste. So join me over at bombshellmanifesto.com. Let's light this thing on fire. Let's get out into the world and do what we're supposed to do. Do what we can do. Be fully who God has called us to be. The bottom line is this. The entire world is obsessed with women. And they should be. That's the way it's designed. We are the ones who continue life. We continue the human race. We are always going to be attracting people's attention. We are always going to be shaping human beings, shaping culture, and pointing people towards something. The question is, what are we pointing them toward? Have we completely released and activated every area of our God-designed femininity to do those things well? I hope you'll join me. I think there's no more important calling on this earth as a woman than to live out her full God-given design and to use it to point people to Him. So let's get this thing started. Let's set ourselves free. Let's set our families free. And let's light the world ablaze with the truth that is only in the gospel. I'll see you at bombshellmanifesto.com.